0: With a number of other ruling elders and teaching elders in our presbytery. Presbytery is the odd Presbyterian word for region. And one of the members of book club, Howard Quatch, who is a presbyter, this is a biblical word, was talking about a sermon that he preached recently on Psalm 28. And how he tied it to Jesus delighted me. And I asked him if he'd be willing to be a guest on five more minutes. And so this week, it's not going to be my voice after about 10 seconds from now, it's gonna be Howard, who is a fellow presbyter, and his tie from Psalm 28 to Jesus is worth your time.
1: The psalmist in Psalm 28, verse seven writes, "'The Lord is my strength and my shield.'" These words, strength and shield, these word pictures become precious when you know, experience, and feel how weak and vulnerable you are, how weak and vulnerable we all are. So in these next few minutes, we're going to take a different angle on this verse. We're going to focus on the existential reality, that is, reflect on being weak and vulnerable, so that we may find our voice through Psalm 28 and call out to God, because He is our strength and our shield. What comes to mind when you try to think about someone who's weak and vulnerable? What about a baby? well on the one hand a baby with loving and responsible parents who feed the baby clothes on the baby change the baby's poopy diapers are protected by parents or guardians on the other hand what about a baby without parents or guardians an orphan perhaps a baby is weak but could be protected by the parents a baby orphan or even an orphan that's still a child is both weak and unprotected weak and vulnerable that's not just for baby orphans this picture describes what we all are like in some way or another. And I suspect for at least some, that was what your day-to-day experience may have been like during the pandemic, even with masks, even with social distancing, even with all the latest COVID-related data, just to click away. And it might encourage you to be reminded that being weak and vulnerable has a historical pedigree. Throughout the Bible, you find stories featuring weak and vulnerable people, the kind of characters you might remember as heroes of the Bible. Abraham and Sarah, for example, were quite old before they had their first. You got it, baby. The Lord said to Abraham in a vision, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. Moses was an orphan when he was just a baby as he floated down a river in a basket. Yet God uses Moses to deliver his people from slavery in Egypt. Uh, What about Samson? Samson. Well, he was strong because God made him strong to deliver his people from the Philistines. Even though Samson did kill a lion and annihilate a whole army with the jawbone of a donkey, Samson was vulnerable. No more long hair, no more strength. When the fullness of time had finally come, the same God of the Old Testament took upon himself to be weak and vulnerable, to save and deliver his people. God became a human being in the person of Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus was a baby at one point. Moreover, Jesus subjected himself to be weak and vulnerable. He was supposed to be the next hero of the story, the Messiah, the Christ, God's anointed one to be king and deliver Israel. But the way he did it wasn't the way people around him expected a king to do. Jesus didn't recruit some kind of militia. Jesus didn't do politics with religious leaders and the Roman government. Jesus didn't pursue any entrepreneurial endeavors to get his financial position strong and stable. What did Jesus do instead? Generally speaking, he spent time with the weak and vulnerable. And second, he announced the kingdom of God was at hand. He preached the good news, the gospel, that God, the strength and shield of his people, has come to save and deliver his people. A weak and vulnerable savior announced a message that conjures up strength, power, and protection, that the kingdom of God was coming in and through him. And it was this message that got him crucified. You can't get much weaker when you're beaten beyond recognition. You can't get much weaker when you're hung up against some wood held there by nails, hammered through your hands. And you can't get much weaker when you're dying from slowly suffocating. You can't get much more vulnerable than being pretty much naked with a sign above your head that mocks your identity with people walking by, some staring. But it was the weakness of the cross that was strong. The cross, the cross didn't annihilate any armies that we can see with our eyes. Instead, the cross defeated the enemies that no one has ever defeated sin death and the devil the second person of the trinity became a human being to sympathize with and die for weak and sinful human beings on the cross but he called out to god the father who was his strength and his shield and you can imagine psalm 28 especially verses 7 to 9 giving our lord a voice as he was hanging on the cross the bible doesn't promise god will completely take away all of our weaknesses and vulnerabilities on this side of the final resurrection. Your chronic illness may never go away. You may never get that job you've always wanted. You may never escape that addiction. Depression may never fully be lifted, but our ultimate hope is being united to Jesus, who died a weak and shameful death on the cross and through the cross, not around the cross, not off the cross, but through the cross the weak and vulnerable are resurrected with jesus and made new while on this narrow path let's call out with the rest of the saints the lord is my strength and my shield to god alone be the glory